Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Welcome to another episode of Bustles and Bangers with me, Rachel, and Christopher. Hello, I'm Christopher. Hello, Christopher. We're on Bustles and Bangers. Bustles this and is Bangers. A f- this is a series finale, actually. I know, I'm so We're like... finishing... Nervous, excited. You see, I'll have to wait eight months. <laughs> well, today is the day I'm going to announce it to everybody, so if you're listening, this has been long awaited. So, we are finishing up... The uh, Romance by Roberta Lay, or Lee, I don't know, I keep That's butchering it, I've never looked it up. Romance is loose, it's and almost a comedy. <laughs> only because we made it that way, it was uh, very I dramatic. I think it was written. This maybe. is a drama. Well, this is The Two-Timing Man, mm-hmm. and we are now at the fourth installment of and this so series. so far, all it's been about is this a regular girl cheating on her <laughs> fiance yeah, right we've never really acknowledged because that mr martin buchanan is still floating at the front of this book and is yet to be mentioned again abby abby has been cheating this whole time and we have not acknowledged that she has not acknowledged that nope, she never even broke it off nope, she's she awful. never called him she didn't text him mm. even though texting mm-hmm. wasn't a thing she never sent him a letter nothing we don't even know where he is there goes bill Damn. all right so i want to just start off and give you you know because it's been a little bit give you a precedence of or a, yeah, vi- take, take a, a view back. of where we're at okay all right so if you can remember they just got done doing the nasty yeah abby and ross that's right and it was extreme and she's in love with him mm. well that's here we amazing. are that's why they say don't have sex when you're <laughs> you should abstain until yeah. you're married because you'll fall in love with them right <laughs> yeah stds and fall in love she's she's been around the block but she's in love with him nonetheless she's yeah, yeah. she's right. no one's taking her heart so the next day, Abby left her apartment at noon, having promised to help Caroline move into Kevin's home in the afternoon. Wait. Remember? Are moving in together? Remember? That was the deal. Kevin had offered for uh, Caroline right, to move right. in, and Abby was, like, kind of against it, but she was insistent. Okay, so. Because it's been, like, a day and a half, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And, um, so, uh, Abby at this point, um, you know, had been through a lot with Ross and she was seriously debating uh, about asking her father to let someone else handle this account mm-hmm. with Ross's company. But right, thoughts, because now she's emotionally involved and right, physically right. involved because Ross is now, not only is he fucked Elise, he turned around and fucked Abby. Yeah, so, well, and there was the thing. And Enrico, see. right? I know we didn't miss this. I know I know I'm starting at the right point, but um I feel like maybe we need to recap. Um Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why she's trying to forget him. I guess it's been a minute and you're feeding me tequila, so <laughs> um <laughs> let me see, let me make sure I'm at the right spot. Gotta find that spot. G. All right, so thoughts of Ross vanished when reaching the dilapidated house where her cousin lived. The landlady told her Caroline had been knocked down by a car and was in a nearby hospital. she got hit by a car? Yes. So she's, okay, keep going. Yeah. 
So, because remember, I think the ending of the last one, it was like Roz had kind of become aloof and he wasn't answering her so much. And then there was that thing with Elise. He's trying to get away from Abby. It's like he's plotting to get away. There was that thing with Elise and she was saying how she bought her dress and they were out of town together and stuff like that. Right? You remember Mm -hmm. that? Do you remember that? Okay. Uh, Yeah, I think. I'm having trouble remembering it. It's It's been a long day. All right. So, uh, Abby asks, is she badly hurt? How did it happen? She was supposed to be here packing. She she walked off the second floor balcony and got hit by the car. It's the weirdest thing. Dude, look. Okay. Just (laughs) hang on for this ride, okay? Because... They are talking to the landlady, of course, the one that watches Charlie, Caroline's baby. Mm. And the landlady is like, not anymore. Her boyfriend rang to say it was off. Oh, my God. Kevin called to say it was off all of a sudden. All right. That's that's because she's no good anymore. Well. She's all fucked up now. Terribly upset she was, all packed and ready to go. Then he did the dirty. So what? What does that mean? I know this whole time I was like, like he jerked off in her suitcase before she left. Like what is that? Did the dirty? Like he didn't cheat. What? Who did he do it with? So anyway, she says that upset she was. She had to get out of the house to think things over and uh, and asked if I would look over Charlie. An hour later, the hospital phoned and said she'd been run over. Oh, dude, was there a suicide? Was I right? Listen, did she fucking try to kill herself? <laughs> just hold on. Holy shit! Please hold on. Just hold okay, it. Okay, hold okay. it. I can hold barely. It. Okay. Oh, this is why, like, oh, by the way, everybody, this is just us this time um, because this is an extreme part of the book. I'm really excited about it, and I wanted this to be really intimate between me and Christopher. Yes, you're going to hear sex noises. Well, hang on, because this there's a ride first. There'll be Abby sex noises, though, so they may not uh, sound like sex noises. It may sound like somebody's struggling <laughs> to pick something up. Abby's first sight of her cousin lying in the narrow hospital bed brought a lump to her throat. Pale as the gown covering her and bruised as a boxer who'd lost a 10-round fight, she was a travesty of the bright, beautiful girl seen yesterday at the office. Oh, Abby, Caroline said weakly, tears filling her eyes. I'm so glad to see you. I just pictured an anime porn (laughs) for some reason. um, Well, that makes one of us, Abby. I'm kind of not really excited for you to be seen. Abby, not half as glad as I am to see you. What did you do? Hit a bus? Seriously, Abby, like constantly with the rude ass comments, like seriously, think about what you just said. I crossed the road without looking and stepped in front of a car. You're lucky you weren't seriously injured. Abby was aware of the triteness of her remark for the first time. That's not what it says, but (laughs) that's what I'm thinking. But knew it was better than voicing her real fear that Caroline had attempted to kill herself. There it is. Can you I, I did not read this book beforehand. This is incredible. I know. I couldn't believe I'm you were right. Joshree. Did you hear that? Did you hear no, that? They're You're not, not even listening. listening. Oh, my God. F them. He's they're, they're, look, see? But Fuck this is why out. we don't include people. Okay. This is an intimate so, moment between Kara us. Goes, works at the Kitty, Cla- Caro. Kitty Cat Club. Caro. Caro works in the Kitty Caroline. Cat Club. Caroline. And she has apparently a shitty house. A kid that she doesn't care about, a nanny that cares more about her than she cares about herself, (laughs) and a dude that was gonna move in with her after a day and a half, but but suddenly dropped it, it, jerked off in her suitcase, and he's like, "Never mind," and she tries to leap herself in front of a fucking car. As far as we know, that's 
That's no, no, the no, no, assumption no, that on. makes you the ass. We don't need to assume anything. That's the assumption that mm. makes you the ass. Okay, but here's what, that's what Abby's thinking. So see, now you're on Abby's side. No, we're you're just thinking, thinking the same so I way. I'm on Abby's side. All right, so, okay, so. I think it was Abby that should have jumped in front of the car. Abby asks Caroline what went wrong between her and Kevin, and, and Caroline's like, I haven't got a clue. He just rang and said it was better. If I didn't move in with him yet, he wouldn't say any more. And then, you know, Abby starts going through all this stuff, like how it's Ross's fault and blah, blah, blah. And That's she's the first thing I thought is it's Ross's fault. Bitterness filled her. Ooh. That's not the only thing that filled her earlier. So um, Caroline says, don't let what's occurred between Kevin and myself interfere with you and Ross. And Abby's like, how can it not? I couldn't have a future with a man who'd lie in order to get me into bed. Anyway, he's committed to Elise. They're getting married at the end of the year. Caroline's like, but... Abby's Who's like, getting married to Elise? Remember, Elise was like, Ross and I, you know, he wanted to marry me, but I've put it off. So now they're getting married? Well, no, but that's just what Abby's saying. She's she's taken Elise's word, you know, for truth. Okay. For truth. So, and that's what's happening. That's what she thinks is happening. She thinks that this was just an affair and that uh, he's really committed to Elise. Elise oh, is so making she's cheating clear. and he's cheating is what They're, she thinks. Yeah, she thinks, yeah. Okay. But she doesn't think she's cheating. She hasn't said anything like that once. So anyway, About Mr. Buchanan. Yeah. That when dude's going to grow that, and be a fucking president or something. She messed <laughs> he up. He is. Dude. She said it was really well off. I think, yeah. I think Abby's like, it's hurt. true, Abby cut in, so let's drop the subject. All right. She also called her parents to put him in the picture, and they immediately offered to collect Charlie and look after him. So... Caroline's being taken care of. If anybody out there was worried about Caroline, she's fine. Mm -hmm. Abby also asks her dad about confronting Ross. And he's like, well, I don't understand. Can you fill me in? And she was like, well, you know, uh, he's basically done some treacherous things. He fandoodled me. And now that (laughs) I can't close this business deal, I need my dad to go save me because, you know, he's my dad. She, at one point in the book, you remember, she like pushed off. She was like, I got this job myself. But now she's like, daddy. All by myself. Daddy, please. Can you help me again? I know that you gave me this job she that I got by sank. myself, but I need you to take care of this boyfriend who well, had sex with me, and now he won't return my phone calls. So he basically says, you know, if you feel like that's right, go ahead. And she's like, thanks, Dad. You're an angel. Mm. And he's like, not for 20 years yet, I hope. I'm like, okay. Anyway, this could have been way sexier. <laughs> so. <laughs> How is she going to persuade her dad? <laughs> <laughs> Started off with the dad in the very beginning of this book. I just felt like it was going to come Abby keeps circling back around to maybe, maybe that's the two time man uh, this whole time. Abby's dad's cheating on her mom with Abby. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, her mom is around. Okay. Hang tight. Okay. So, uh, relieved to have her father's approval. Abby drove back to the hospital to visit Caroline and, uh, you know, her, she's thinking about what Ross's plans are for the weekend, unless it was Elise's turn for his affections. I like that idea. Having turns. Elise's mm. turn. Ooh. Dang, so she's just like, I'll wait. It's cool. Mm. No, she's not cool with it at all. I but think she's that like, it's more her blood boiled no, at the I very think, thought. I think she might be saying that, but I think Look, I think it's she's kinky to us, but it's when not. When she to looks her. in the mirror after she's done taking a piss and she's still washing her hands, she's like, I'm cool with it. Wait, no, I'm not. <laughs> I can't. I can't. God damn it. Why do I keep coming back for more? So it came, um, so, okay, so, let's see. Her blood boiled at the very thought and was still bubbling when she walked down the hospital corridor and saw him sitting near 
her sister's office. Wait, near sister's office? Saw him sitting near sister's office. What? Uh-oh. Abby I didn't even realize this. No, I didn't realize this when I first read it, but what does that mean? Sisters, is that like the nurses? Because this is vintage. This is vintage. It's, wasn't it written in the 90s? Yeah, I mean, but I've never this heard is set in earlier than the 90s, I think. I think it should be set earlier in oh. London in the 90s. Like, we're vintage ladies here. We have bushes. Okay. Yeah. All right. Get with it. Get with the program. It's natural. So he says, uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> I came down with Kevin. He's here too. What a nerve. It's his behavior that's put Caroline in the hospital. What a nerd. <laughs> what what a nerve. She was moved. Oh, so here's Ross's explanation. All right. Are you ready for the explanation? Yes. She was I, moving I in with him. <laughs> she was moving in with him today, as I'm sure you know. Implicit in Ross's tone was that Abby had not seen fit to mi- fit to mention it to him. And he says, but it wasn't until he told her their arrangement had to be put off that he learned her landlady had already let the rooms she'd been occupying. And so she, he spent the morning trying to find another place for her. Okay, sorry. I probably read that terribly. My apologies. Um, but basically, Ross is saying that once he told Caroline it needed to be put off for whatever reason, he, he So found Ross out, told Caroline it's got to be put no, off. Oh, my God. Sorry. Okay, you're confusing me. <laughs> the narrator. We should not have taken two shots no, before we're, we're this. taking our third no, one. No, right no, now. no, no, yep. no, 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 no. Let's no, go. No. Remember, we said we'd be in different patterns. I really can't. Tink, tink. I need water. Can anybody get me water? No one's listening. Oh, thank you so much. Okay, no. So let me back up. Ross is explaining to Abby she was moving in with him today, as I'm sure you know. But it wasn't until he told her the arrangement had to be put off that he learned her landlady had already let the rooms that she'd been occupying. So he spent the morning trying to find another place for Caroline. Right. So, so Abby's Kevin was like, looking for a place for Caroline, so right. we can't move in together because your guy kicked out. Yeah, and Abby's, uh, Ross is like, oh, he, thank you. Ross is like, he didn't ditch her. The family had nothing to do with it, you know, and he's trying to tell Abby, sorry, we couldn't meet last night. And Abby's like, assuming he was with, Lu- uh, I was going to call her Louise. <laughs> <laughs> Elise. And um, so he's like, here's the thing. He says to Abby, he's like, I'm afraid I won't be able to see you for a while. And Rosser said that? Yeah. I told you to he's escape. <laughs> so she's like, anything I can publicize? And he's like, no, no, I or, I want to keep it under wraps, but I'll see you again as soon as things That's are U-W easier. That's <laughs> UW under wraps. <laughs> UU. That's UW. Dude. Now it doesn't mean utmost urgency. That means under wraps. <laughs> UW. So Abby's like, I'd rather you didn't. I'd prefer to make a break permanent. It's not good to mix business with pleasure. It can get messy. And he said, that wasn't the signal you gave me the other night. That was pretty messy there, Abby. Yeah, but listen to this attitude. That was then and this is now. And I'm sure you see it my way too. And he's like, because I, I said I'd be tied up for some time. I'm not giving you the brush off, Abby. I really have. And she's like, cuts him off. Don't make excuses, Ross. It isn't necessary. <laughs> Says she had a trill laugh, but I don't know how to do that. <laughs> that his thought whenever she did that was probably like, I wish there were stairs behind you. <laughs> and so um, anyway, they start fighting. You know that this is the regular. They start fighting and she's like, you were against Caroline from the beginning. Sorry for that crack. Hold on. Nice. <laughs> I think Abby has a really hard problem just staying in her fucking lane. Right. So do I, though. But so, <laughs> so, um, 
So as angry breath hissed between Ross's teeth, you believe I set it as a sweetener to get you into bed? Do you think I'm so low or so desperate to get a woman? With a toss of her head, she swept past him and entered the amenity room where Caroline lay. Kevin was sitting by her bed and both looked flushed and emotional. He greeted her quietly. <laughs> got her giving her a blowjob. Like, yeah. Oh, oh. Like, I was from an OnlyFans just video. Just stay still. <laughs> I was literally thinking about starting an OnlyFans today. <laughs> We're going to make so much uh, Oh, Stay tuned. Alright, so <laughs> now i got to find my place again. He greeted her quietly and offered her his chair. There was no other in the room and she refused it. So the doctor came in while you were away and said, I can leave tomorrow after lunch, Caroline says. Great, Abby paused, and when Kevin remained silent, added brightly, I'll pick you up at two. I already have your cases in my car. You're such a darling. I don't know how I'd cope without you. That's what families are for. Abby glanced at Kevin with such contempt that he turned brick red. So that was between Caroline and Abby. They're just Mm. like, because I feel like Abby is like, Faking it. I think Abby's faking her entire existence. <laughs> yeah. Like, like she got a fake job from her fake dad and listen, her, her, this fake boyfriend. She's Martin like, Buchanan. I don't really want to spend time on you, Carolyn, but you just keep getting into shit that I have to get you out of. This is insane. Uh, actually, she doesn't have to get her out of anything. She just stay in her lane. None of this would have happened. <laughs> if she if Caroline a, had stayed in the lane, she wouldn't get hit by a car. Caroline should have just called in at work. <laughs> yeah, then Abby the never would have been there. Mm. Never would have met Roster. Mm. Roster wouldn't have had to cheat on whoever it is he's cheating on. She I, wouldn't have had to make I up. I know, Martin we can Buchanan. go back all day, but hang tight. because there's And a, Abby could have thrown herself in front of the car. There's more to come. Get it? <laughs> so as uh, so anyway, Kevin's Kevin's... And Ross, I guess, are both like, I'd best be pushing off. Anyway, as the door closed behind him, Abby swung round to her cousin. I'd heard of turning the other cheek, but how can you even bear to see him? Why didn't you throw him out? I love him. All right. So uh, Abby's like, he certainly has problems. And with big sister and Ross on his back, he won't sort them out. Uh, Caroline's like, I don't agree with you. I'd rather we drop the subject. Anyway, so Abby's like trying to leave the hospital, right? And she doesn't want to see Ross, but she secretly does. And there's no sign of him. Anyway, she knows that he was booked to appear on a popular chat show next Friday evening. And she was supposed to accompany him to that studio. Oh, so she's got to prep for that. So keep was in it mind the dating game. That's where you're supposed to go. <laughs> keep in mind that this book has some um, length of time between their visits happening in this last few chapters. So she now is entering the TV for this for this thing he's booked for. So entering the TV company's hospitality room late that afternoon, Ross's eyes met hers with a directness that held no trace of embarrassment. How little? How sorry. How little their quarrel affected him. Anger leavened her nervousness and helped her regain her composure. Nice to see you, he said formally, holding out a chair. His face was devoid of expression, and she knew he was waiting for her to speak. Digging her hands into the pockets of her jacket, she leaned back in the chair. She was unaware of the delectably feminine picture she made. Her oval face rising from a swath of scarlet silk, a few tendrils of red gold hair curling against her ears. Yeah, there were... Accented by her very wide set eyes <laughs> and her we pointy can't forget. nose, we can't her forget. fanged teeth and her pointy chin. <laughs> and all the warts on her face. So anyway, there's a new guy involved. It's the host of the show. His name is Gary. Oh, Gary the Winton. Host of the dating game? Well, oh. it's not a dating game, it's a talk show. Okay. Oh, talk so show. So anyway, she talks with Gary a little bit. Um she's 
blah, blah, blahing. I don't even care. So there was an awkward silence, thankfully relieved by the appearance of the host, Gary Winton, and his other guests, two famous actor brothers appearing in a film together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, well, hold on. What? Oh, I know. Two Abby's actor- really into this family thing, isn't she? You know she? what it made me think about? Those real estate. What's the TV yeah, those show, weird guys? property brothers. Yeah, And sorry. then if you put them in a porn. Yeah, those two. They're start. Oh, broke back. <laughs> Property, property brothers, <laughs> broke back property brothers. I don't know, man. Those two put off a weird vibe. <laughs> but maybe it's a weird vibe people like. We're all inclusive I, here. I there's a reason that sibling porn is popular right now. It what is? I'm uh, just saying because these people are fucking each other and well, they think it's okay. Everybody's and it's a, I bored mean, I guess whatever home. you want, I guess. But I'm not. Everybody is bored and at home. That's the problem. Whatever you want. I mean, get out. Get out more. Go just, out to a bar and find a one night stand. God damn it. Just do. I mean, I don't care. I'm just gonna make fun of you. It's not a personal. <laughs> well, there was an awkward. Damn it. There was an awkward silence. Thankfully relieved by the appearance. Okay, so here we are. After introducing everyone, drinks and snacks were offered, and Abby noticed that Ross declined any alcohol. Not for him, an artificial confidence booster in a formal charcoal pinstripe suit and plain white shirt. He was in complete contrast to the casual appearance of his host and the movie stars. It set him apart, as did his air of command, which marked him out as a man used to power. And despite her antipathy towards him, she felt a surge of pride at the way that he outshone the younger two heartthrobs. They are. So that means they were sexy, but Ross was really putting she, it forward. I think forward. she maybe is putting in a lot of emphasis on this TV th- show, and it's maybe just like a little national, like a, like a, like a, a local little broadcast. I don't and know. Like, oh, there's they're, movie stars and uh, like Abby. Yeah, we've Y'all had Y'all went TV into stars. a warehouse and pretty much recorded a hostage video, <laughs> and you're really trying to dress this up. Well, so Ross is the first one on that night. Abby goes to the hospitality room to watch what's going on. And no matter how much she's despising Ross, she's still in love with him. Mm-hmm. Ross's interview goes on as envisioned. It's beautiful, blah, blah, blah. But unexpectedly, the conversation changed when Gary suddenly referred to Ross's private life and the women he'd been dating. Uh-oh. Abby was flummoxed. Flummoxed. I don't. I was like, what? And I still have yet to look it up. I think that one might have been made up. Flummoxed. Flummoxed. I don't understand this. So that's what she was. Well, Josh is going to maybe pitch ping in with a, with a what the hell is a flummox. Mm, I flummoxed all over the place. <laughs> oh, shit. You're going to make me flummox. <laughs> Keep hitting it right there. You're going to make me flummox. I'm flummoxing. I flummoxed Ow. all over your glasses. <laughs> Ooh. Oh. <laughs> that was yesterday. This is now. <laughs> uh, I need a towel. I've flummoxed I've all over the floor. <laughs> I've had a little flummox. <laughs> so on the contrary, I believe in it implicitly. Oh, so this is where Gary asks Ross about <laughs> what the hell is it with that girl <laughs> <laughs> about his idea of marriage. Is he going to marry anybody on the contrary? I believe in it implicitly. And when I do marry, it will be for life. That's why until the right woman says, yes, I'll continue loving and leaving. I'll continue fucking Enrico. Oh, uh, so anyway, um, he continues to ask more intrusive questions. Like he just keeps nailing him. Oh, yes. Gary, so, R- and Gary Ross is nailing Ross right. on public on talk show TV. Oh, shit on TV. So they are recording a <laughs> porno basement. Well, so he yes. Do you have it? Flummoxed. Tell me what it is. Flummox. It's uh, confuse. <laughs> it was flummoxed by the legal jargon. Oh, yeah, I've flummoxed Confused? my jargon, too. 
<laughs> it's literally just a word for confused. She oh. was so confused. She was flummoxed. That's Maybe what that's I'm going like to have to use now. a common London word. It is, right? Yeah, we have to remember that this is not our territory. So Ross comes banging in this room and he's like, what a bitch you are. Oh, is, damn. He is, came in with a B word. Is this how you get your own... Oh, sorry. Is this how you got your own back? He flared my own back. I don't follow the note. You wrote Gary Winton telling him to ask me those questions. He came menacing. He came menacingly (laughs) towards her and she stepped back frightened. He was going to strike her. Oh shit. He's going to hit her. You better be happy. You didn't jump from that car. Abby, my fist (laughs) coming right for you. Knock her teeth out. All right, so another big fight. Oh, man. This some sex not... followed by some sexy eating I and don't some know. non-foreplay yeah. fucking. Yeah, I don't know why they think this relationship's going to yeah. work out with all this I fighting. I think for the 90s, it's going to be perfect. <laughs> so Abby's, like, stood rooted to the floor, and last she understood the comment Gary had made earlier about getting more interesting interview. So earlier, Gary had mentioned to Abby that he thought there'd be, a, that, like, this should be interesting because Gary thought she wrote him a note. Okay, so that's what you need to understand. Gary thought Abby wrote him a note that said, ask Ross inappropriate, (laughs) you know. How did he think that? Because he has a note. Because she did it? Because he has a note. And and Okay, so anyway, so Abby's wondering who disliked her so much to stoop so low. Mm, It could only be Elise. Of course, right? So Abby starts his loving wife. Abby starts spiraling into this conspiracy that it's Elise and she wrote the note and she's like, Oh, I remember the day that that girl called the office to talk about the interview, but it was actually, she thinks it was actually to steal a sheet of headed paper. So that's the deal. The paper was written on Abby's office, whatever. What a plan by Elise just to get over a chick that she didn't even feel threatened by in the first place. So some time has passed. And Abby decides to tell her parents and her cousin about the forged letter. Oh. So she's my like. My ex-boyfriend got a forged letter from my desk. <laughs> he also took several checks and filled them out. And Sorry, I don't guys. Know where we're in debt. Like, oh, that's a really it was nice totally coat worth you're wearing, it. Abby. That's, that's a really nice car you're driving. Yeah, it was so worth it. Oh, my God. I feel like maybe. His bulk filled me. Bulk filled me. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so after considerable thought, she told her parents, and her mom's like, forget the whole thing. And, um, you know, she's talking to dad about what can I do about this, and he's like, because you're the one who handled it, you know, it's up to you to finish it. (laughs) So now daddy doesn't want to help. Yeah, you're the one that started tugging on it, now you got to finish it off. He literally says you were clever enough to persuade TV East Film to a fashion show in their Oxford Street branch, and the least you can do is be there to ensure it goes smoothly. Mm. So now she has to be at another event, and um, uh, her dad's like, if you're worried you might see Ross, he won't be there. Henry Smallwood has agreed to represent the management. So Henry Smallwood's back in the picture. Ross just pushed it off. I thought he got arrested when she got caught perched up on her fucking bedpost. <laughs> no, that no? was something you made up. Oh, I thought that was part of the book. So um, Abby's like back in the stores getting ready to wear something for this like fashion show. And she doesn't think Ross is going to be at that 
uh, show. And so anyway, we've gone She's back around. The star of the show. Though, right? She was, yeah, she was thinking about Caroline because of the time that they went shopping to find problems with the stores. And she goes and talks to Caroline about everything. And she, Caroline says, Kevin says Ross is dating lots of different women. Her cousin had confounded her by saying, it seems to me he isn't as committed to marrying Elise as she'd like you to believe. Maybe she's one of them. Yeah. Maybe she's into oh. it. Maybe that's the reason Abby mm. doesn't have a standing chance because Elise is cool with him fucking all these irregular bitches. Yeah. If it's agreed upon. Maybe it's just so his thing. It. He's like, look, I like people with weird features. Abby has really wide eyes. Yeah, I was this into girl it for a night. Tooth. Yeah. That's just what I'm Do into. Do you like my crooked one? I fucking love you too. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. Abby is struggling. Some time has passed. <laughs> yeah, I would say so. Some time has passed, and because she had been sleeping badly for weeks, she was unusually pale. Mm-hmm. And to bring unusually life, pale. <laughs> like, br- it's not just the normal kind of pale. Unusual, weird. She's really unusually. Yeah. Pale. Well, listen to this description. And to bring to life, to bring life to her skin, she was heavy with her foundation foundation and blusher happily her hair had not lost its natural sheen and bounce and required little attention allowing a few red gold fronds to curl on her temples she swept the rest away from her face which drew attention to the slender curve of her neck and the charmingly tilted nose the charmingly tilted nose her slender neck and her overly oval (laughs) face was that er earlier in the description and her wide set eyes wide set eyes oval face uh, abnormal, irregular features that irregular made her features. so beautiful. Yeah, she has one dimple. So and here, then her hairline is like <laughs> the middle of her head too, right? <laughs> yeah. So Henry Smallwood's back in the picture. Oh, Miss Stewart, lovely to see you again. Still keeping up the good work, eh? I guess we're also Canadian. <laughs> so, um, she's like, yeah, I'm, I'm on top of it, baby. And he's like, I'm so glad I'd like to have a little talk with you when you can get away. Perhaps we can meet in Mr. Newman's office. And she's like, give me 30 minutes. Uh-oh. This what is... do you need 30 minutes for? <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, I gotta God. go take a shit. <laughs> That's literally <laughs> the only thing. I want to look on TikTok. Just, That's the I'm, only thing that catches me. She's like, I'm sorry. I have to go. I have to go. All right. Are you ready? Surprisingly, there was no sign of him in the manager's office, nor of any workmen either. They had probably gone to lunch. She decided after consulting her watch and seeing it was half past 12. (laughs) Hello, watch. Can you tell me what to do here? (laughs) Nowadays, not then. Paint, rolls of paper, and other building material lay about the room, and the nearest thing to seating was a ladder. Bored, she perched on a lower rung and stared out the dusty window at the teeming crowds below in Oxford Street. How long should she wait for Mr. Smallwood, she wondered, when ten minutes had elapsed, and had risen to go in search of him when the door behind her opened. And Mr. Bigwood (laughs) walked through the door. <laughs> a scruffy dressed man. Elise is there to take vengeance and push her out a window. A scruffy dressed man in his 40s with an unshaven face and lank fair hair entered the room and locked the door behind him. Martin what are you Buchanan. doing? Abby demanded, half rising. Sit down and be quiet, he Martin ordered. Buchanan. Abby's heart drummed a tattoo, and she looked widely at the telephone lying on the floor within arm's reach, but he caught her glance. Don't try anything foolish, he warned, his voice rough but not uneducated, or pointing I'll explode this. Face. Or I'll explode this. Oh, he's pointing a stick at her. With a gasp of horror, 
she saw he was holding a hand grenade. Oh, my God. And though she wasn't <laughs> certain if it was real, she knew it would be stupid to assume it wasn't. Get the fuck out of here. I'm not fucking kidding. No, let me see. Is it really saying I'm serious. This I put what the fuck. A, he walked into a room with a hand grenade. He's like, Abby, I've been waiting for you. <laughs> this is a random man. No, it's not. This is Martin. He's sick <laughs> no, of shit. It's and not. he's like, we're both going together, Abby. I'm going <laughs> to blow us out here. You're going to fly out that fucking window. So this guy, this random guy, okay, he's like, you weren't supposed to be here. It was the old guy I wanted. Oh, I was here to assassinate Mr. Smallwood. How did he know Smallwood would be in this random room with paint rolls? Why are you trying to kill this little furniture store owner? And she's like, I'm just a customer who wandered in here by mistake. He's like, well, that was a bad time. <laughs> there are so many porn oh, opportunities in here. I feel oh, like yeah, we should recreate this. How come it is on your knees and you're tugging at my zipper, lady? What if we recreate every book in porn series i think we could do on our only fans yeah oh damn this Dude, would be so fun we got a spinoff series with some sex in there <laughs> we're gonna make so much money Hold me hostage oh i'm mm. gonna choke you <laughs> okay so he's like shut your lying mouth oh shit <laughs> put it in put this grenade in your mouth <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> I was at first just I'm going to pull go. the safety pin and just set this in your mouth. And you just hold it right there, Abby. Set this bitch on fire. Don't you open that fucking mouth of yours, Abby. <laughs> I've watched Cooper's headquarters for months. Oh shit. I've been dude, stalking this dude you. Dude is serious, okay? And anyway, um, she's trying to like reason with him, trying to not get exploded. Please don't blow me up with a hand. And she's head. like, I understand. And he's like, hell, like hell you do. Now pick up the phone and call Hunt. Hunt. All right, say Eric Ramsey's holding you hostage and what my terms are for lease, for releasing you. With shaking hands, Abby dialed Ross's private office line, offering a silent prayer of thanks when he answered it. Heaven knew what Ramsey would have done had there been no reply. Hello, Ross, she stammered. It's Abby. <laughs> Click. <laughs> <laughs> well, he goes, what do you want? And she's like... Um, I'm being held hostage by a Mr. Eric Ramsey in the manager's office of your Oxford Street store. You're what? <laughs> he's, he's you like, seriously? Abby, call, what Abby, is this bullshit look, you have brought to the fucking How do I have table? fucking time for this? I, that's how I've I got Elise hollering at me. The kids are running crazy. <laughs> I got a job to do and you're fucking with me. Oh. You're an ex, Abby. Now. Just recent. It's burns. It hurts. She to. still can call for help. No, I swear to God. Abby, you need to go. Oh, we break up. You're going to come call for I, help? Look, I am going to be honest. There was a time where we had just broken up, me and a guy, and I did need somebody to come pick me up for my friends being pieces of shit, mm. and he did, and oh. he was decent. That was like the one credit I'll give him. Well, good. If you are listening, you know who you are. <laughs> so, the silence this time was longer. Are you sure it's real? Came the quiet question. Are you sure your <laughs> hostage situation is real? She doesn't say grenade. She just <laughs> said, there's a, there's a guy threatening me. Yeah. He's, are you sure it's real, Abby? Yeah. So, he immediately smelled it. <laughs> so, um, anyway, let's see. She tells Ross, no, I'm fine, just fine. He's like, good, now listen carefully. I've notified the police and everyone else in the store, but make him believe I'll do exactly as he's asked, but that I don't have such a large sum of money available and have to collect it from the bank, so he's buying time. Uh, Ross, he, he has you on speakerphone. <laughs> you just told him your <laughs> entire plan. I don't think you thought click, this click. through. Boom. I think, yeah, he let go of the... Oh, my God, I got five seconds. <laughs> 
All right. So anyway, uh, Eric Ramsey, our new uh, star our of the new show. protagonist. Our new hero. I, lo- <laughs> I locked the doors and the other side of the corridor too, he said, intercepting mm-hmm. her glance. So don't look for any rescue attempt. And if they try, he shook his fist with a grenade clenched. clutched mm-hmm. Where's the damn try. money? What are they doing? Printing it? No, they had to sell more furniture. You're robbing a weird store here for a lot of money. We don't have a lot. This is an empty building, sir. We're <laughs> this, not concerned. Have you, seen, we have have you looked around? There's a ladder in here. There's not even any furniture. <laughs> I'm just going to climb down in this little area over here. Thanks, bye. So, Eric Ramsey. Ross's voice boomed through a loudspeaker, and recognizing it, Abby <laughs> almost cried. <laughs> Abby almost cried with relief. Eric Ramsey, he repeated, I am Rossiter Hunt. And I, I have, am Rossiter Hunt. And I have just handed 200,000 pounds to your wife. She's here and wants to speak with you. So anyway, the whole deal is he wanted his wife to be given the money and flown to like, you know, the Bahamas or something to wait for him. And that's the that was his expectations. And so uh, he's trying to go off on these people. You know, he doesn't think it's legit. He's a crazy person. He's lost 200,000 pounds. Yeah. How long is this dude trying to get away from? I, he, at least his wife, he's going to jail. This shit ain't going to last very long. He can't even buy a house. 200,000 pounds. His, Are you shitting me? His ranting was cut short by a high powered jet of water whooshing through the window and knocking him onto oh, the floor shit. while simultaneously the door crashed open and two burly policemen catapulted into the room and overpowered him. But it was the sight of Ross tie askew face gray with anxiety that brought home to Abby the danger she had been in. Her relief was so great that she had begun trembling, agitated movements that shook her entire body. The room receded, growing growing darker and smaller. Ross, she cried, then knew no more. It was the stupidest ending of that one. Then knew no more. She knew no more. She knew no more. She knew more. no more because she just, passed out. Just say she passed oh, out. Oh, she passed out. She, she hit the floor. She fell asleep. She fell. <laughs> I was held hostage. Hold on. Let me tell you about my day. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> I got to, So I went to the furniture store. I asked her if there's anything I could do. They said, go upstairs and wait for Mr. Smallwood. I went upstairs. This crazy bastard come in with a fucking hand grenade, and he says, I'm going to blow you to pieces unless I get 200,000 pounds, which is probably nothing. Bitch, give me that money. And I have no escape plan. And this shot. None. No, no, no escape plan whatsoever. So, How do you feel about this? Did you expect anything this extreme? Like, I knew you expected no, the suicide. I expected this to be a shitty Cheers. book. Cheers. <laughs> so it worked really well. Mm. But I knew no more, huh? She, she knew no more. Man. Oh, my gosh. Whoopsies. All right. I Abby, I'm that. really... I know I'm making a lot of jokes about her getting hurt. But are you I was glad just she's re- okay? Really kind of hoping she gets hurt. <laughs> I was like, I was like, are you glad she's okay? No, I'm not. Abby, darling, you're safe. It's all over. Her father's voice came to oh, her. Oh hell yeah! Okay, so the end of the story is not Ross. She said she saw Ross's silhouette gazing in the windows, cape flowing, but then the light shone, and it was her greasy old dad, <laughs> this big old dick, just ready for <laughs> Ooh. her. And her lids fluttered open to see him her crouched, lids? crouched Again? down next to her. I know, I don't. Understand the verbiage. I thought that was a lids. Hold on, let me put my lids on you. (laughs) I opened my lids. Stupid. All right, so broader figure, equal concern in the gray eyes set beneath well shaped chestnut eyebrows. So, see, Ross is well shaped. Abby is abnormal. Abby normal. (laughs) (laughs) Daddy Ross? She whispered. Daddy Ross? Ross? (laughs) Daddy? (laughs) 
That's oh, what I'm going to start oh, calling you. I'm going to call minute. you Daddy Ross. I understand what's that. Ah! Some Eiffel Tower action. Mm, Abby's getting ready to get Not fucked. by the dad, though. I don't know, Ooh. man. All right. I think Abby's kind of a weirdo. Abby's, well, of course. So Abby's worried about what happens to Eric Ramsey. Like, Oh, what? yeah, what happened to that yeah, guy? Yeah, is he okay? <laughs> Great guy. Little, little eccentric when he got to partying. Little too much cocaine. He ran around with that fake hand grenade, started threatening motherfuckers if all the time, you remember? If only. Said Look, he needed 200,000 pounds for his wife who didn't exist. There is a Weird. small line, I think, for me that needs to be broken by something, and I could be an Eric Ramsey. <laughs> so the police have taken him away. Sounds like a vacation to me. And then all of a sudden, an explosion. <laughs> God. Eric Ramsey came in the cop car. He's not wicked, Ross. He had a breakdown and he lost his job and couldn't cope. I'm sure he wouldn't have pulled the pin on the grenade. He said all that? No, Abby said that. Yeah, but how you does she know? don't hear my tone. But how does she know she's, that? She's making excuses, all right? And he's like, I wouldn't. Oh, sorry. Excuse me. I had a burp. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Get okay. pushed. Get pushed. I didn't have to. <laughs> It's just natural. It comes natural. Mm. All right. So I wouldn't bet my last fiver on it came the dry response. Yeah, that's the fiver he threw at her at the beginning of the book. That was his last Yeah. One. So he was like, I was worried about you. And he's like, um, her father comes back in with Henry. <laughs> he was like, I was really worried about the painting on the wall. It's going to get damaged. <laughs> the, the one they were looking at yeah. earlier in the book. That, oh, my God. I'm so glad that you're okay. And she's like, oh, I'm right here, Ross. He's the like, insurance oh, can't cover Abby, the love I, I, I have. I forgot you were here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just really into this Thanks painting. for calling me so I can save this picture of a cat on the wall. Anyway, so um, they're trying to console her, but they're telling her that there are TV crews here trying to talk to her. Oh, all of a sudden? Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, I, I guess Abby is living hours. in a fucking fantasy world. And <laughs> she knows thinks she's important. She's laying down on her bed right now, jerking so herself important. off, thinking about this entire well, thing. Well, listen, I wake up every morning and touch it. No, no, no. <laughs> I get that. But what I'm saying is like, none of this book really happened to Abby. Well, so they insist that she needs to probably talk to the press or they're going to keep bugging her. Oh, and yeah, she's like, I'm more shaken than I thought she lied. I'll be okay in a minute. How do I look? <laughs> do you want to know? Do you uh, ready? Yeah. Are we ready? Ross, Ross looks says, at her. Hell yeah. Pale and very interesting. Fuck yeah, Abby. <laughs> You're so. <laughs> you, I knew you'd love this part. That's like, like I. I saved you, but uh, I just wanted to let you know that you were the fucking ugliest person. I had I've this ever seen. weird. I kind of let them kill you. You want to know why? Because Abby, when I see you every fucking day of my life, it just makes my day better to get to rip into you. <laughs> like I wish. Like let's make it's a bad horrible. That's yeah, our Abby that's face. That's Abby face. <laughs> All right, we took a picture. It'll be on our social media. Find me at Rachel Priest or Gypsy Danger three one seven. At OnlyFans. Not yet. Hang <laughs> tight. We gotta get a fan base going. If you want to be my fan, join me. All right. So uh, she's trying to explain, or her mom's trying to explain to her that it's a reaction from shock. She's back home. She tries to give her some hot chocolate. Get this inside <laughs> you and have another sleep. Get this inside hot, hot I chocolate. I wish you would tell me that at night. Get this inside you and have another sleep. Yes, oh. thank you. Please, Daddy. Yeah, well, I don't like the sleeping part. I usually go <laughs> I for do, seconds for you thirds take such of the good hot care chocolate. Of me. I really like hot chocolate. I do. I really have been wanting some. It's wintertime. I really do. Can we please have some hot chocolate? Six o'clock came and went without any sign of Caroline, and she was still not home when they went to dinner. So here we are. They are supposed to be getting with Caroline because she's back with Kevin. Oh, finally. Yeah. Right? Okay. Well, that's good. This, You know what? This is the relationship I've been hoping for. This whole book and is Kevin 
and Caroline to work <laughs> boop, this out. Boop, boop. I think Kevin might be the smartest person. This He's the best. He's All got right. some ass. He backed out as maybe like before a birthday. Doll. And then he was like. Kind he's, of poking back. He's just a sweetheart that wants to take care of Caroline. Anyway, um, but this is weird because Caroline hasn't been seen. And well, she's she, the hot one, right? Well, yeah, so they say. She's a kitty the, at the kitty club. Abby's the ugly friend? Yeah. Right. Cousin. Yeah, whatever. Caroline comes bolting through their door. Mm-hmm. Now, again, remember, keep time keeps going by things. Mm. Abby's kind of recovered. Caroline's bursting through the door. She has a hand grenade. I'm a widow. Oh, fuck. She cried. <laughs> Jeffrey. Kevin blew himself up. Jeffrey was killed. Who the hell's Jeffrey? At Caroline's ex-estranged husband that was watching them, remember? No. Okay. So, Jeffrey was her ex-husband that left her with the kid, and that's why she was working at the kitty cat. I was going to say country club. Kitty cat club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears> okay, I don't know that part, but okay. You cool. did, you do. It's oh, just I been did. a minute. We've had a lot of other things happen between now and then. So he's dead then, huh? Okay. How'd it happen? In a motor accident. Perfect. Everyone stared at her, too shocked to speak. He was drunk, she went on, her oh, voice shrill with distress. Who told you, Abby questioned. His sister. Apparently he crashed into a wall in the early hours of this morning. Come and sit down. I'll get you a drink, Mr. Stewart intervened. Whiskey or brandy? Like, she just oh, explained yeah. that he died from drunk driving, but and he is offering her so alcohol. Why husband well, Hold just, on, just how distressing. many? We should put a poll up on our social media. How many people would be upset if their exes got fucking killed in a car accident? I've cried over two of them. Okay, well, that's it just great. was but an how, emotional. If you've person, entered my vagina, we had a connection. I guess, dude, you had a physical connection, right? But it's, but it's like, still somebody you experienced something with, and you feel know, bad. Josh, do you feel do you feel bad for any of your exes? Bad shit happened to them. If they died in a what car if they crash, they died in a car accident. Would you feel bad, or would you be like, I don't he's really saying care. no? But listen, I've had I two. So. I look, wouldn't even fucking know, right? I'm gonna be honest, and this may not get into the last thing, but I have. I'm gonna do some outreach. I have had two exes commit suicide. Yeah, I but have, they didn't. I have cried each time, and and they were not anybody that even did me right. But it hurts. So she's feeling that, okay? Like, I feel with Caroline. I do. And I appreciate that you care enough to let me care, you know, so thank you. So anyway, um, Caroline is distraught. Abby wants to help her, you know, come out of this. Um, You know, she's telling her it's only natural to feel this bad because she thought she wouldn't feel bad because of how bad Jeffrey was being. Now, if you can remember, Jeffrey was, like, threatening her or other people, you know, like, because <clears throat> he was watching her earlier. So, Abby is saying to Caroline that she's a sucker for, for, holy shit. Abby is saying to Caroline that she is a sucker for punishment because um, she wants to get right back with Kevin, that he's offered to let her move in immediately. Um, <laughs> then we get to this point. I'm just going to skip ahead with demonic energy. She flung herself into a new campaign for one of their clients. And though she was soon her normal self outwardly, the effort to appear carefree took its toll of her and she grew physically thinner and brittle in manner. We are talking about Abby. Abby is doing even worse now. Okay. Time has gone by. So Caroline, I think has Abby been, may have a drug problem. She's not telling me. Caroline has been hit by a car. And it's doing better than Jeffrey Abby. has been dead in a car. Ross or, and Abby yeah. are on the outs. Abby is growing thinner and weaker as we go. Okay, we're me- we're nearing the end of the book. This is like I want to cry for real. Like now, I'm feeling a little emotional. You might need to pour another shot. <laughs> so, hard work and hard play. She joked, "I have a new boyfriend." 
Oh. <laughs> Several, I believe. Unusual for you, isn't it? Caroline says to Abby. I'm changing my image or trying to forget Ross. Well, yeah, we're, we'd love for you to change your fucking image, Abby. <laughs> You're uglier than Sam. So, anyway... Caroline's like, I'm moving in with Kevin on Saturday and we're having a dinner tonight with Ross to talk about our wedding. Oh, who's wedding? Caroline and Kevin. Oh, they're getting married. Yeah, we're kind of skipping ahead. Y'all got to know, following along with me, I'm going to skip ahead. I've got to. I've got to. Okay, so they're talking to Ross over dinner. He's offered us his apartment for the reception. You guys, we are at a reception for a wedding. No one's committed suicide yet, but everybody's been hit by cars. We have had an attempted... Well, not no. Look, she, she said she didn't. She said she was walking and we still out don't to know think that about it. We still, what's his name? Jeffrey. Jeffrey's dead. We still don't know that that wasn't a suicide. <laughs> Maybe he was like, I got he to know so Abby depressed. a little bit too much, and I just I don't want to know this world anymore. I'm gonna run into a wall. Abby's so irregular. <laughs> All right, so um, I think that this Abby's dad. Interesting. Abby's dad is supposed to give away Caroline. But the last time Caroline got married was at Abby's dad's house. And she's like, he's like, why aren't you doing it at the house? And she was like, well, the last time I got married at your house was with Jeffrey. I feel like it's bad luck. And then he fucking killed himself. Yeah. So chuckling. Okay. So uh, I was... I was when I married Jeffrey, and I'm superstitious about repeating it. You won't mind, will you? Of course not. I'm happy to give you away any place, any time. Chuckling at his joke, he left the two girls together. So even Caroline's like, we're going to toss you to the wolves. We don't even care. You've been hit by a bus. Get lost. So both Caroline and Abby, I feel like, are in the same boat at this position. Let's get let's get them out of this house. So her cousin talked endlessly of Ross, who appeared to be the organizing the wedding, who appeared to be organizing the wedding with the same attention to detail he gave the opening of a new store. So we have a new character enter in. All right, are you ready for a new character? This one was there's four pages left. I we got a new character. I know. We just had Eric Ramsey almost kill everybody, and With now we have grenade? another character I'm so excited to tell you about, Andy Preston. Andy Preston. Andy Preston is Abby's, sorry, I had to slow down. There's so many people. Abby's new boyfriend. Oh. This much time. I know. Josh is like, what? It's time. Uh, Abby's new boyfriend. Okay. He was the antithesis of Ross. Antithesis? Sorry. Excuse me Fat, for everybody sloppy. how stupid I am. Which was probably the reason she began seeing him. <laughs> Let's see. I'm going to explain him to you. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. A doctor in oh. a successful group practice in Ings is hold on Islington, Islington. He was average in height with craggy features, fair hair, and a placid, easygoing temperament. Perfect for. Her. This is all they made for each other. What is craggy hair? I'm like, y'all, I'm crying. Okay, I got to like get rid of these tears to be able to see. They're perfect for each other. <laughs> Hold on. Ross goes over there, makes fun of both of them. <laughs> leaves, makes out of the leaves, oh gets god. a blowjob in the car. Happy yeah. ending. Oh my god, I want to do that. Do you want to do that? Oh, well, cool. All I right. guess I'm driving then. <laughs> all in all. They had everything going for them, as her friends and family pointed out, except for one thing. Abby knew she did not love him. But 
was pregnant. Every time he kissed her, she yearned for Ross's mouth. Oh. Every time he held her, she ached for Ross's arms. Oh. And the idea of making Ross. intimate love with any man other than Ross was a complete non-starter. So she wouldn't give up that pussy. She gave up the butt. Finally, she bitted Anthony. Andy, I was going to call him Anthony. He's so forgettable. Finally, she bid Andy goodbye. Goodbye, Andy. He wanted more for her. So I think he wanted like a serious relationship that was going to go ahead and go yeah, further. Yeah. Anyway, there's a whole conversation about him being like, I'll wait for you, Abby. Because he's irregular. She's irregular. It's a perfect, perfect combination. Choice. So I think if he just holds off maybe like six months, he'll probably, he'll probably land his jackpot. So you guys, if anybody wants to search the book aisles for Two-Timing Man by Roberta Lay, we are on chapter 16. It's the end. If you don't want to know it, stop now. But if you want to come to Climax, continue listening. Because you will come to Climax. <laughs> you look absolutely stunning, Abby told Caroline, with something approaching relief as her cousin emerged from one of Chanel's fitting rooms. For the past two days, they had been scored by Knights... No, sorry. They had scored Knights Bridge and Bond Street for an outfit for her to wear at her wedding and had finally found one. We're lunching at Claridge's, Caroline said. Claridge's. I don't Claridge's. know. Somebody, what kind of I food want, is Claridge's? I do feel like I want to start looking these places up in London just to see like what they're like. Can we visit them? Maybe we should take a trip to London and visit all these sexy London. spots. What Claridge's, sexy Chanel's. Spots? London? I can't afford Chanel. We're drinking cheap tequila. Don't you have to eat food in newspapers in London? Look, fish and chips, please take me somewhere. <sighs> anyway. They're searching for the outfit. They found it. She's like realizing that she's okay. Caroline is realizing. Did you find something, Josh? Are you going to be able to pop in and tell us? Yes. Yeah, so Claridge's uh, looks like there's a uh, uh, booking uh, on Expedia. Oh my god, we can go visit yeah. it. Uh, Four point one stars. Yeah. Uh, Ninety six thousand seven hundred and thirty seven ratings. Oh. I can't believe it still exists. This is so exciting. Went out of business in nineteen forty two. No, it still exists. This is exciting. This is cool. So everybody who listens, maybe Roberta Lee owns it, and this is like a big marketing <laughs> ploy to get people over there. <laughs> no, this is kind of cool though. Now I feel like I should visit London and visit some of these places. Maybe we can make them super sexy. Wait, maybe we can get somebody to sponsor a trip. <laughs> Looking for uh, sponsors to. To sponsor a sexy trip. Well, since there's like 96,000 people. I think I just looked at the counter. 96,000 people listening to this right now. For everybody <laughs> a dollar. Nail this out. We're rich. All right. No, seriously, we though. We really like I to will, never have to work again. I or? will absolutely do an OnlyFans in London if somebody sponsored that trip. <laughs> I'm not going to hesitate. I don't even care. No filter. Thank you. All right. Here we go. She's willing to do both stuff. For the right amount of money, babe. <laughs> for the right amount. So they're going back and forth. Abby, Caroline, Caroline's about to get married. Abby is not. And she's like, so what if he's dating Elise again? She's like part of his family. Anyway, he's seeing other girls too. And Caroline says, particularly a luscious French actress. So now Ross, Ross is like being the manager of a furniture a, store is really paying off for this guy. Back in the nineties, that was pimp moves oh, to yeah. own any kind. It's not a furniture store. <laughs> the people are the furniture, the clothes are on the racks. So one doesn't require a man to be fulfilled. Oh. And Caroline yeah, says, Caroline fulfilled. says to Abby, you do. Oh. Yeah, because I do. To be, well, 
I could take a woman. To be fulfilled, I've seen you be I'll fulfilled take either. Woman. Yeah. I've seen that. I've seen that. I experienced it. it. Mm. All right. So, <clears throat> and I can't wait to have more people, like, friends on our podcast and talk about stuff. I guess so if you're interested in fucking. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we might have some three ways, some four ways, some five ways, whatever you want to call them, happening. Baker's, Josh is, Baker's dozen. Josh whatever. is a bit of a voyeur today. We like it, though. We like it. <laughs> All right. So, but the next morning, Ross was brought vividly to mind when she received a telephone call from Eric Ramsey's wife. Oh, fuck. Eric Ramsey's wife has phoned Abby to, like, you know, say, I'm so sorry for what happened. I understand he's crazy, but he's going through some programs, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> he's, in a, he's in an Exploders Anonymous class. <laughs> he's just going to go. EA. Yeah. EA Sports. He's going to go and take care of himself a little bit. So he's as not the, in trouble because he's rich and white. <laughs> so as the day of Caroline's wedding dawn, Abby was a bundle of nerves. With no chance of getting out of it, she had determined to look as stunning as possible, and her jade green silk suit hugged her body like a second skin, oh. turning her eyes into glittering so like emeralds. Mortal Kombat. <laughs> <laughs> and enhancing the red gold of her artlessly tousled hair. Ross wants Artlessly? Artlessly, like she didn't put any effort Less in this shit. Art it just than looks what? like it's fucking folded Artlessly. over. I don't uh, understand. It looks like, like, would you judge this art? I can't. It's artless. Am I a basic bitch if I don't understand these terms? Mm, I think you're, ba- yeah. Thank no, you. I don't think so. Okay, good. Oh, great. I think Abby's. Abby's basic. She's not basic. She's like she's pompous. Something. She's ugly know. pompous. Uh, yeah. So she's, the m- she doesn't have the rights. Did you wave something? What, Tell me something, that? Josh. So as far as artlessly goes, uh, it's without effort or pretentiousness. See? Abby's fucking lazy, dude. No, but it's pretentious. She's, She's the worst. Pretentious, She's right? like, I'm allowed to look like shit and be like this all I want because my She's daddy gave me a job at a Walmart. pretentiousness. Fuck her. She was pretentious She's, this whole time. I, I don't believe her. Without skill her. or finesse. Well, see, she yeah. has no Make skill. Ha, that's why your dad had to pay You're for your job. skillless. So you All right. The <laughs> marriage was being performed at Marlebone Register Office. Sounds if anybody, like a dog biscuit stand. I know. Why would you go here? <laughs> and like with all this money, why are you getting married at a register office? Kevin has money. He's a manager at no, this big no, store. No, no, no. Kevin said he had No, money. he did. Ross's sister. No. <laughs> Kevin's sister. Wait. <laughs> Oh, somebody else would be interested in making something. Elise said Kevin has money. That doesn't mean that he has money. Because Ross has money. Fucking A. I think these people are just highly in debt and maybe faking it. All right. Let's go see them after the 208 fucking housing crash. Let's find out. Unobtrusively, Abby searched for Ross. So she's still, you know, yearning for this guy, spotting his tall, commanding. He's the only one that would fuck her. <laughs> Nobody else ever else be like, I'm not Martin, touching that. Martin ugly Buchanan fuck. had nothing to yeah, do with Martin the Buchanan after hours. Yeah, Martin Buchanan got the hell out. He's like, I'm engaged to who? <laughs> uh, I have business in fucking Korea. I'll Peace see out. you motherfuckers in 2022. Boy, I'm out. Spotting his tall, commanding figure at the back, where he stood with Elise. Oh hell yeah! And an older He's woman. Got his finger in her from the backside. Ooh. He didn't even realize. I wish you would. I've done it. I girl. wore a skirt. I'm pretty sure we fucked before we came up here. <laughs> <laughs> commanding figure at the back, where he stood with Elise and an older woman who, from the uncanny oh. <laughs> resemblance, was, was Elise's mom. Yes. Fuck yeah, dude. Ross yes! is the fucking shit, dude. Their eyes met. Elise briefly. and Elise Senior. I'm <laughs> Fucking both of them. Briefly, he nodded to her. Four to titties, Abby. Abby. Mm-hmm. 
Four titties, and Abby. Turn back to Elise, a glowing picture in red. Once again, if anybody recalls, Ross bought her a red dress before, and here we back are in another red dress, which Abby's assuming Ross bought for her. Um, so Abby has her mother there, of course, because it's the wedding of her cousin, and her mother and her father are very involved in Caroline's life. And so her mother says to Abby, so that's the competition. Oh. Abby says, competition? What are you talking about? Who? Well, that really pretty girl over there looks like maybe she's going to outclass you, Abby, in just about every aspect of your life. Abby's mother is a bitch. She's like, oh, I want to hear this. Who, my dear? Not what? The pretty brunette beside Rossiter Hunt. Like, fucking wow, mom. Thanks a lot. That is one lucky Rossiter Hunt. (laughs) I wish I could get on that. That's what her mom said to her. It's about to be a group way. Fine. No need to ask us how you are. You look wonderful. Why, thank you. I feel wonderful. How's business? Excellent. Blah, blah, blah. This is so boring. Caroline, radiant in sugared almond pink, stepped on the stone steps to give them both a hug. Kevin's inside, I take it. Yeah, he is. That's weird. I'd hate to be left in the lurch. So anyway, they tell her, yes, Kevin's inside. Get the fuck on in your wedding, okay? We're busy. Anyway, so get... We're looking at Roster's fucking hot-ass girl. Get this. What Caroline has her kid calling the man she's about to marry. Dad? So Ross says to her kid, Charlie, hello, young man. Have you come to give your mother away? Uncle Kev. Oh, that knew it, too. The little boy answered, like, gross. You're marrying Uncle Kev? Like, this is getting so much into this porn genre that's going on right now. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, we didn't mention this earlier in the book. Uh, Kevin's my brother. <laughs> so gross. In London, that's okay. Anyway, and Charlie, the little boy's like, Abba, hold, he ordered, <laughs> his lower lip trembling. And Abby gathered him close before he burst into tears. How maternally... Don't touch me, ugly bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, Ke- Charlie wants Abby to hold him. And here this happens. How maternal you look, Elise said to her, rejoining Ross and linking her arm through his. Like, excuse me, yes, bitch. I'm a mom. I fucked enough to make a baby, bitch. So anyway, fuck off, Elise. Gratified by his response, because Ross says, if he does, I'm sure his mother and Kevin won't mind. Anyway, I don't know, blah, 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 whatever. This is all bullshit. I'm going to skip ahead. Uh, yet her love for him had blossomed and refused to wilt, no matter how cold the frost of disillusion. So Abby is still yearning for Ross. Mm, she's still horny. Yeah, so Abby's trying to get away from this crowd, right? She's Pussy like, really? She is cramping do you up. Remember I when I to get plowed. Yes, do you remember when I begged you to marry me? Yeah. And like, because we were at someone else's wedding. Yeah. And I wanted I you to plow me that night yeah. so hard. You said, I'll give you my butt if you ask me to marry you. And, and you like, did, and I did. Took that ass. Yeah. So anyway, she's needing to get some space to think, because Ross and not there with her and someone else is getting married so like yeah i would be fucked up if i wasn't with you at a wedding so she tries to go shove off to the study and be alone it was octagonal in shape oh shit dana white's coming out with the belt (laughs) look at abby's smiling in that ass show me some bruce buffer baby oh it was octagonal list bruce yes bruce if you're out there i love you it was octagonal in shape and dark green and gold in color. Fucking gorgeous combination I have to pitch in. With an exquisite Regency sofa table and deep, comfortable chairs upholstered in ruby red velvet. Like, I am fucking wet. 
With a sigh, she collapsed into one of them. Tired or antisocial? Said a, Martin Buchanan a, as he walked in, a feminine, dick in hand. A, fe- ooh, <laughs> a feminine voice questioned. Uh-oh. Is it, oh. And Abby swung round to see Elise watching her. Oh, shit. Was the girl following her to make sure she didn't speak to Ross alone, or was it coincidence? Nope, neither. It's, mm. it's time. <clears throat> it's scissoring time, so, Abby. Yes, please. It's time please, to experience please, 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 please. pitching for the other team. Girl Abby. party. Yeah, it's time to pillow fight and tickle I'm each drunk other. with my friends. So what a charming expression because, okay, so Abby just says to Elise, Elise is talking her up, and she explains she's tired, and Caroline were up until all hours of the night, and it's catching up on me, and Elise says she's a bubbling, she's bubbling like champagne, and mm-hmm. Abby's like, what it, fuck, sorry. <laughs> Abby's like, <laughs> think you got me drunk. Yeah. We have more to take here. Okay. Mm, Hold on. Let me slow down. I'm, hungry, <clears throat> I'm getting excited. See, I'm hungry and excited both at the same time. I get hungry and horny. It's the two H's. That's it's weird. Every fucking time I want to eat. Oh, it's because we watched that um, you know, I think Popeye's I be, porn. Oh, dude. Yeah, Did anybody else watch the Popeye's porn? Watch it. Oh, dude. This is the last Popeye's chicken sandwich. And I got this big juicy booty. I'm gonna eat it. And then he fucking, he fucked her silly. You better get me fucking Whataburger after this. Oh, man. All right. Like Chick-fil-A and a blowjob? Yeah. Okay. Sweet. Tired or antisocial, a feminine voice question. And Elise is in there with Abby, and Abby and them are talking, and they're talking about Caroline, and they're saying she's bubbling like champagne, and Abby says, it must be the effervescence of love. And Elise says, what a charming expression. Yeah, Abby, that's so charming. Listen, we all know we're fake-ass bitches with each other. I'm going to take a shot to that. We're all fake-ass bitches with each other. I still appreciate you all. Cheers, Josh. We're all fake-ass bitches. Yes. Ooh. 